Hi, my name's Shelley Flett. Welcome to the Dynamic Leader Podcast, where I share insights, experiences, successes, and failures with leaders from across a broad range of industries and business structures. I maintain that each of us needs to be open to sharing our experiences and making the leadership playground safe enough to fail, to grow, to have fun, and ultimately become more dynamic. So please sit back and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Dynamic Leader Conversation. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today, um, particularly in light of the year that was 2020. So today's topic is around resilience, and it's just me sharing my thoughts with you and maybe giving you some ideas or um, insights that might help you uh, with resilience, either in your own life or uh, in the context of your role as a leader and in building resilient teams with the people around you. So I don't know about you, but last year was extremely taxing on um, resilience for so many people. And I ran a number of virtual uh, programs throughout the year, supporting people to um, give them some hope, some direction, even just a shift in focus around um, you know, where they're paying attention and giving them some type of hope or something to look forward to, something to take the attention away from the challenges that came with COVID and with lockdown. And many of you know that I'm based in Melbourne. And so we had a number of months where we were not allowed outside of a five kilometer radius. And as someone who loves adventure and loves to get out and experience new things, uh, I was a little bit like a caged energizer bunny. So I had all this energy um, and I didn't really have too many ways to um, get rid of that. And so I had to become a little bit creative. I had to really, you know, dig deep and, um, you know, understand what is it that is important to me in my life and what else could I do that was a little bit adventurous that um, still helped to fulfill that need uh, while remaining compliant to the restrictions as such. Uh, And so, you know, things like um, going running in the rain or eating breakfast food for dinner or dinner food for breakfast or um, sneakily having a wine during the middle of the week rather than waiting to the weekend. Although that was um, not one of the greatest ways to, that wasn't the greatest habit to adopt. So I pretty soon um, reduced my amount of alcohol intake, um, which is highly recommended for anyone who's trying to build their resilience. Um, Alcohol is not, not a great way to help to fill your cup over a long period of time seems to be a bit of a short-term fix. And so, you know, a lot of the feedback was, you know, you, you helped me get through a really tough time and um, you've enabled me to take control of my life and you've helped me to establish my boundaries. So boundaries was a really big one that we focused on. Um, and, you know, some really, really good feedback around um, how people were seeing resilience. And of course, there's different ways to look at resilience. Um, there's different people talking about different things, but fundamentally it is how do you build the capacity to bounce back quickly from periods of adversity? And essentially that's it. Resilience is your ability to bounce back from adversity. So the program that I run and the conversations that I have with people are very much around how do you develop strategies that are going to work for you 
that you can do proactively, that you can do before you need the the extra reserves of resilience that will set you up for those periods of adversity. Because let's be honest, we don't have much control over, you know, what's going to happen in the future. Uh, we do absolutely have to be ready for whatever is to come, um, whether that be another, you know, pandemic or, or something else. Um, I think we are still in the middle of periods of ambiguity and, and uncertainty. And, you know, that's possibly the new way of the new way of living. Um, and so we've got to be prepared for that. And we've, we've got to find the normal within those realms. What I have found is that people are not born resilient, or I should say people are born resilient, um, but we build resilience and we um, strengthen our resilience over life um, and over time. And it is it comes from a combination of what are the struggles, the challenges that I've actually overcome. Uh, it's one of the greatest ways of building resilience is to actually go through some really tough times and then come through the other side stronger and, and better um, and more evolved uh, at the end of it. But there's also other things that you can do to manage your resilience levels. And so the, the six components, and I'd like to share these with you just at a high level to give you an understanding of, you know, where I focus and, you know, hopefully this will be um, helpful for you and provide some insight. And so there's the six areas that I focus on in the resilience training and the program. And um, they are fairly well-rounded. They're not exhaustive and they don't include everything. And so you might read other or do some other research around um, resilience and find that there's other resources. And so I definitely encourage everyone to do some reading and do some inquiry around how to build your levels of resilience. And whatever you come up with is going to be unique to you um, as long as it helps you, as long as it helps build strength and it builds reserves for when you need it. So the first of the the six uh, areas that I focus on is position, which is really around mindset. You know, how are we showing up? What are we choosing to make of our interactions, of our moments of our days of our lives um, and are we being intentional about the energy that we're bringing to a conversation to a session or um, just to the work that we're doing and so mindset's a huge one um, and you know once we can understand and take notice of how our thoughts and our feelings guide our behavior And that if we want to change how we behave, that sometimes it's a matter of changing our thinking or adjusting how we're feeling. Uh, And so it's actually, it's really that simple. Um, It it can take a while to shift mindset intentionally and every day. And it's definitely not an easy thing to do. Um, Simple, but not easy. So easy in, um, in, concept or or design but not necessarily in um, practice because what we're doing is we're trying to change a habit and to change a habit uh, we've got to be aware of the habit and then we need to understand uh, you know what we need to do to um, adjust that in the moment so that we're not just operating at an automatic level Um, and so position and mindset is is a key one 
Now, following that, uh, we move into preparedness. Uh, And so preparedness is really acknowledging the fact that we are going to be going through more challenges, um, what they look like and how big and who they impact, we don't know. But we know that each one of us will be going through challenges um, at some point in the future. And so preparing yourself for that involves making sure that you are living a balanced life, that you are looking at all aspects of what makes you the amazing you that you are uh, and not denying any part of your life for the benefit of another. So, for example, uh, you know, making money and a financial uh, focus or the financial need might be high and, uh, you know, it might be something that you're working really hard to improve and that is okay to have that as a focus as long as it's not having an adverse impact on another area of your life like, um, you know, health and fitness, for example. So maybe your focus on finances means that you're working really, really long hours. And because you're working really, really long hours, you're not taking the time to exercise. And because you're not taking the time to exercise, um, perhaps you are uh, susceptible to getting sick um, and, you know, your immune system is being compromised. And so when you don't feel good, it's really hard to bounce back. And so understanding that finances might be really important, but how can you find the balance and still get out and go for a walk or exercise? It might be making some adjustments and doing things a little bit differently. Maybe you don't pay for the gym membership. Maybe you you go walking instead, and maybe that contributes to your financial goal. And so it's looking at each area of your life, um, you know, finances, relationships, your social environment, uh, family, whatever that means to you, um, and you know there, there's other, there's eight of them. So um, career and professional development and um, spirituality also form part of that. I mean, if you're interested in in getting a list and understanding the the areas, please shout out. I'm happy to share that with you. But the idea is that you are paying enough attention to each of those areas that if one area fails you. So if you lose your job, that you still have your health and you still have your friendship and you still have your family and your relationships and that not everything crumbles around you. Um, And so that in itself can be a resilience building strategy is to make sure that you've got a really good balance and focus across all areas of your life. The third topic is around perspective. And so perspective is seeing things from other people's Uh, positions, other people's views, other people's model of the world, and really having an appreciation for the way that I experience the world, the way that I see things, the way that I interact with them is not the, the right way and it's not the truth and everything else is false. It is just one of a number of different ways to kind of view the world. And so in this session, we challenge ourselves to start to see things from a different angle to not necessarily give up our perspective but just to loosen our grip enough on it so that we can start to see and and build awareness around what else is going on around us because when we can do that 
we can let go of some of the judgment that comes with people not being like us. And we can start to appreciate that actually there's different ways to succeed in life and it doesn't need to be done the way that I want it to be done. And if I can be open to that and I can accommodate that, then rather than holding on to anger and frustration about something that I can't control, I'm actually feeling free and liberated and more energized. And so that in itself, having more energy, not being worried about things that you can't control is also a really good way of building resilience. The third, uh, sorry, the fourth component um, around uh, building resilience is around presence. And so presence is the ability to be here and now in the moment, to let go of all the worries of something that has happened in the past, the guilt, the sadness, the anger, the remorse, the regret that comes from something that has already happened, something that we can't control because it has already been and gone. And so when we can identify that our memories and our thoughts are leading us into a place where we can't actually do anything with, then we can come back to the present moment and really tap into the here and now and what is it that I can do to move forward. Uh, and in this section, we definitely talk about the past. Um, we talk about the past as being really helpful for uh, learning lessons and reflecting and gathering insights and looking at different ways to do things in the future. But it's not staying there so long that it, it pulls us into this um, you know, downward spiral of um, sadness uh, and those negative emotions that we can't actually do anything about. And of course, the same goes with the future is that when we are over focused on the future, um, it can lead to worry and anxiety and stress and overwhelm about things that haven't yet happened. And again, while it's great to be able to look forward and see, you know, what's what's coming and, and to prepare for that and to anticipate and to set yourself up and even be excited about it, too much time there can actually paralyze you from actually getting anything done. And so being able to come back to the present moment when you find that your mind is wandering too far forward or it's going too far back for too long uh, is a really good exercise. And mindfulness is one of the strategies that helps with this, uh, but there's a few other things that we share as well. And then there is topic number five, which is around persistence. So persistence is about building grit. It is about building um, some mental toughness. It is about um, invoking a sense of stubbornness in the things that you're doing and that when you're committing to something that you're fully committing for the purpose of moving forward and that you are able to push through the resistance that you might feel. Uh, this might be resistance in the form of um, failure or you might just find it really hard to get where you want to get to. And so persisting through adversity is also another way of building resilience. And it's something I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation is the more that we go through challenges and come out the other side successfully, the more we grow and the more strength we have um, around and, you know, conviction and commitment in our ability to do things again. It builds our confidence our confidence makes us feel better. Um, it changes how we behave. Um, it changes how we see the world. It changes our mindset. 
Uh, and I think sometimes we give up too soon. I think that if we can learn to persist through good pain, good discomfort, then on the other side of that, I think there's some great rewards. Now, of course, that's notwithstanding that there are times where we need to stop, where our persistence is actually going to lead us to being in a worse place at the end. And so it's not persistence above all else, and it's not persistence regardless of consequences or anything like that. It is, it's intentional persistence where it's an opportunity to grow. It is not persistence for the sake of ego or um, trying to prove something. And so really um, looking at where are you persisting where you should stop um, because you're actually where, where it's going to get you or what you're going to get at the end isn't actually where you want to be and it's not going to help you um, to progress or evolve. Um, but also where are you giving up too quickly that if you did persist would actually open you up to a whole new world, a whole new space that you can play, a whole new level of consciousness, a, a different way of learning and growing and a different way of experiencing the world and being able to go, well, how can I persist a little bit longer? And so we explore some strategies on how to do that as well and how to kind of sit in that pain. And, you know, for that one, we do reference uh, a few um, sporting analogies um, because you can see persistence coming through so well in a lot of uh, physical um, activities. Uh, and then topic number six, and probably one of the most important because we have a high need for connection. The topic number six is around people. And so we really look at how, how conscious are you around the people that you surround yourself with and who are you giving time and energy and attention to? And are they helping you to fill your cup, your resilience cup, or are they draining your cup? And so we do a little bit of an audit where we look at, you know, who, who's in our lives and who is impacting us. And is that impact um, something that I can handle right now? Uh, is it actually helping me to, to become stronger or is it weakening me? Is it elevating and inspiring and building my strength? Or is it deflating and depleting my energy and leaving me in a really poor situation afterwards? Um, and so, you know, we have conversations around that person that you go and visit um, and, you know, you have the conversation with them. And when you leave, you feel like you need a nap or you feel completely drained. And it's not saying don't uh, associate with that person but it definitely is about saying, is that person right for you right now? Uh, and if so, then uh, to what extent? How often? How long? What's the quantity of time you spend with them? Um, do you reduce the amount of time that you spend with this person? Uh, or do you see if you can shift their thinking or change topic if you find that a conversation is depleting your reserves? Uh, and what's interesting about this one and some of the feedback that I've had from participants has been the realization that they're the person who is draining other people's cups. And it's quite profound that, um, you know, a lot of the um, participants will actually make some changes to their own mindset and also see their connections uh, from a different angle 
and value them a lot more and aim to fill their cup, aim to support them and focus on the things that are within their control and look at what's positive in the world and what's going well and what's going right. Uh, And so it can be the catalyst for the cup drainers to actually be then those ones that elevate and inspire and replenish. And so we talk about the six areas. We talk about position, preparedness, perspective, presence, persistence, and people. And with each of those, there are strategies and really practical tools and ways of being able to um, adopt these activities and behaviors and routines into your own life so that over time you can build your levels of resilience and they are sustainable levels of resilience. They are there for when you need. You are constantly topping up those reserves just in case. It's like the non-perishable cupboard or shelf that you have in your pantry for the just in case for, you know, if there's no food available, I can tap into this and it'll be there for me and it'll still be in really good quality and it'll get me through to when I can actually get back on my feet or when I can access what I need again. Um, And I think it takes someone who can see into the future and can kind of predict or anticipate what is to come um, and prepare for that and not in a way that is too extreme but that um, is more the reality of the environment that we're living in is you don't know what's coming and uh, you certainly have minimal control over it Uh, you just need to be prepared that when it comes you are a strong individual you're a strong being and um, that you can get through a lot more than you probably think you can and you make yourself a priority all the time don't wait until things are dire before you put yourself as number one Um, making yourself a priority all the time constantly and and consistently is going to be really important for building resilience I um I think of myself as being quite resilient um I've definitely had my fair share of setbacks and challenges throughout my life and I feel like I am stronger now than I ever was before and I think back to all of the challenges that I've had and I part of me wants to go and relive them as this new evolved being and then the other part of me is just grateful for the opportunity to have experienced that pain and discomfort so that I could learn and grow and the more I invest in myself and the more I put myself as a priority the more I'm able to serve the people around me the more I'm able to help other people and help them get through it. Um, And so the first focus for anyone who's listening to this is to do something for yourself and to put yourself as a priority. And if you're leading people, that you give them permission to put themselves as priority, that you give them permission to do what they need to do to build their levels of resilience. And in turn, they will give permission to someone else or they will give the permission back to you or um, they will improve the relationship that you have or whatever else it is. But there's not much negative that can come from investing in yourself and putting yourself first and, you know, not to the extent where you're, you know, doing it at the detriment of someone else, um, but definitely for the purpose of um, building and nurturing your own 
um, way of doing things and emotional needs and, you know, and mental needs as well. And so um, I hope that, you know, those six areas are helpful to you and maybe even just the conversation around where you need to focus uh, is giving you some ideas to keep moving. Uh, If you want to know more, um, then I will include the link to my personal resilience program in the comments. Um, And of course, if you're interested in coming along, there's dates for the upcoming programs, um, which we run virtually. Um, a couple of times a year and it can be accessed from anywhere uh, in in Australia or in the world. Uh, and so if you're wanting to learn how to increase your mental energy um, and end the day feeling content and relaxed, if you're wanting to gain clarity and control over your future and really take the driver's seat in your life, if you're wanting to develop strategies and remain focused on what's relevant and what matters most in your life, If you're wanting to create awareness of who and what you surround yourself with so that you can thrive in any environment, or if you're just wanting to feel calm, relaxed, focused, and refreshed, then I think you'll get a lot out of this program. And if the program's not for you, then just focusing on building your resilience can help you deliver those things as well. And, you know, if there's a conversation that you'd like to have about that, then I would love to hear from you. So, please don't hesitate to reach out um, and have a chat. Um, And of course, I look forward to speaking with you all next time. Stay awesome. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Dynamic Leader. There is no better time than now to work through your leadership and people strategy, to establish what the future might look like for your business and how you might empower your people to help you succeed. It is through building the capability of your people and reducing their dependency on you that will keep you moving forward at pace and will see you remaining relevant in the future. I have worked with over 100 businesses across almost as many industries and seen firsthand the challenges that come with employing, engaging and managing staff. If you're looking to improve how you lead, why not reach out for a conversation? In the meantime, thanks so much for joining me and stay awesome.